It is exactly three minutes after eight o'clock on Metro FM Talk. Do give us a call on 089-110-3377, 089-110-3377 and join in our conversations today. Perhaps the question that you might want to ask, perhaps a topic that is of particular interest to you, and this might be of particular interest to you as we enter our tech conversations tonight. Now, it has been said that the discussions around the fourth industrial revolution in South Africa have largely been dominated by men and it risks leaving women behind. According to a study that was done in 2013, uh, despite having the highest growth in internet penetration across the globe, the continent of Africa remains the only continent whose digital gender gap has widened since 2013. And according to the International Telecommunication Union, the proportion of women using the Internet is a quarter less than that um, of the proportion of men using the Internet in Africa. Now, I wonder if this is a surprise for you. Are you largely hugely surprised that it's mostly men that are, are using uh, the internet that are uh, more technologically uh, inclined join in this conversation 0891103377 and perhaps if you've got some insight on this you may want to share with us why you think that this dynamic exists and why it exists in Africa uh, specifically now joining us in the studio to talk more about women and the fourth industrial revolution uh, is Uyandisa Sokanile who is a digital transformation specialist and found Founder of Connector Wireless. Hello, Yandisa. Evening, evening, Tommy. So you are one of the women who's breaking the stereotype. Yes, it's about time that this happens. So how did you get into the entire, you know, digital economy and and, and digital community? I think for me, because um, I have been in business, so when you are in business you're always looking at opportunities that are going to come and you start forecasting um, and look in the next five years in the next 10 years what industry will be will be booming so I was lucky enough um, that earlier on probably about 2010 I already identified that um, IT is what's going to be changing the world and also the role that um, connectivity like Wi-Fi would play because if you look at it we've had all the revolutions so when you look at the transformations that have happened, we we came from an era of faxing to email. So with social media just getting in. So it was just a matter of focusing and saying, okay, in the next five years um, and doing research on that, this is what's going to be happening. And I think essentially every business, every government and every single person in any space need to be start to, to look at things that way to say what could change in the next five years, uh, wherever you are. Now, I, I can hear and I can pretty much understand why you have been named um, as one of uh, you know inspiring fifty women winners uh, for twenty nineteen. What? How exactly did you did you find yourself there? And and what do you think it was about you and your outlook um, that has been so inspiring or that was noteworthy? Actually, that happened today. Um, the, the event, the announcement was was today. I the love great I, thing. You, you know what? I love the look on your face. I wish everybody could just see you right now. 
<laughs> you can stream. <laughs> you can stream. Okay, yes, do that. Do that. Yeah, yes. so it's one of those things. So I, it was really exciting for me because for the first time in the longest time, I was in a room with over 50 women in the STEM industries. I said, it's about time. Yes. It was really inspiring to hear what they are doing, um, their achievement, their strides, and the challenges that they face, which essentially the challenges that we all face in, 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 in the space. But it was really good to see what women are really doing, which I don't think they've been profiled enough or it, it has been highlighted enough, the work that they're doing, because really it was a, um, a group of amazing women. And that came about, um, I think um, you get a nomination because I received um, an email saying that you have been nominated. Would you like to accept this nomination? And then you, you put your information in. Um, when you wake up and, and do what you do and do what you love, you never really look at um, who's watching. You just wake up and do what you do. So it was one of those like, okay, somebody did think that I am worthy to be there. And when they said, oh, yeah, you've actually been selected um, to the top 50. So they first send the announcements and do the nominees. But when you go through the nominees, I'm like, wow, <laughs> you get inspired yourself. You're like, oh, wow, I'd love to meet these women. I would love to talk to them. So give Just us an idea hear. of some of the other women as well. Who were they? Also, um, 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 one of my coaches was also there. Uh, it was actually a winner. It was a really good thing. It was a nice journey. Her name is Jayshree Naidu. Um, when she also got a nomination, I'm like, wow. When you nominated us along your coach and your mentor, for me, it was even a bigger thing. Mm. Um, there's a lot of women. Um, yeah, it was quite a lot. So, God, the names just, just went out. But it was a lot of women. You have your CI of, of, of Dark Fiber. You have women um, CEO of, of Project Seas where there's a lot of women that own um, tech companies that um, um, have got ventures and it was really really amazing it was a diverse room also there was a lot of people in um, uh, a lot of doctors um, researchers so it is all the STEM um, industry so industry, it was everybody yes. within the STEM industry so it, whether it was tech engineering science um, and and math so it was really interesting it was a group good diverse group of women well congratulations thank you on very that. much what an, what an awesome achievement we're going to take a quick break but when we come back we'll, we'll get more into your business and, and your company connector okay, uh, what exactly you do and and how you gave birth uh, to connector it's exactly 10 minutes after eight o'clock on metro fm talk in conversation with uyandisa sokanile she is a digital transformation specialist and founder of connector wireless it is exactly 12 minutes after 8 o'clock in our tech conversation this evening. We've got Uyandisa Sokanile. Now, we were talking about uh, your company and I wanted to get into that. Connector. Yes. What does Connector do? Okay. Connector is actually con- to connect in Corsa. I'm Corsa from the Eastern Cape. So this is how we speak, right? We are connector. Connector. Exactly. That's essentially what we do. We were built um, networks. And, value, and platforms that um, we're able to gather big data analytics and also drive value-added services. So our business is divided into four divisions. We've got the IT division, a digital, the systems and consulting. So in our IT division, we actually build a network which is doing your radio planning. Um, it is doing your microwaves. We do your point-to-point um, to last mile. So if any telco wants to roll out a network we are the service provider that really do that Uh, we do network audits so for 
companies that already have networks. So we look at your network and how we can optimize it and enhance it as well. The other interesting part that we do, we help government and also um, retail um, companies, also landlords who've got Wi-Fi because, you know, you always get free Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. That free Wi-Fi is actually not free. Because somebody has to pay for it. Somebody. Well, yeah. Is anything ever free, really? Exactly. So if it's free, 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 always demanding somebody, a one free Wi-Fi, it is costing somebody money somewhere. So what we do, we partner with whoever's got the network to actually generate revenue over that network so that they can be able to sustain that, whether it's government, whether it's a shopping center, or it's just a business. And, and what type of innovations or solutions uh, would one put in place in order to maintain subsidies of that nature? You'd... The, okay, you've got people that are using smartphones, like literally about 22 million South Africans are on their smartphones every day connecting to the internet. So those are like 40, 44 million eyeballs. That brings a new marketing platform or opportunity. So because the scope of marketing is changing also, you've got brands now, everything is going digital, people are more on their phone. So with that, we're able to create a platform where you can be able to advertise your brand on that network. You can do surveys, you do polls. Remember back in the day when you want to do a survey, it will take you like six months Mm -hmm. because you have to have people on the field going out there asking questions. Yes, and yeah, you pay those 10 bucks uh, for the answers that you get. Now you do it instantly. Before you get that free Wi-Fi, just ask that just answers those three questions. Then you've got an instant poll. And the great thing about it is it gives a client a full view of their of their campaign in real time. So now you don't have to wait for for those months to actually compile your 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 report. You can get it instantly. Our systems can be able to do that and update and gives you the demographics and how many people were able to view the ad. Now you can actually have your analytics in real time. So is so does connect to actually write the programs yes. themselves. That's what we do. We do applications, we do systems. Everything that we do is the systems that allow us to gather the analytics and drive value-added services. Um, so we also operate in the, in the transport space where we do tracking. Um, anything that we can be able to to drive that talks to volumes, um, a huge number of people. So that's a space that we play in. So we develop the systems and our systems are, de- um, are tailor-made to, to the services that we offer. Now, connect us. I'm really, I mean, you are just the, the bearer of good news and you've been doing so well. You're going through your summer right now. Literally, the fact that Connector, your company, was named as one of the winners of the IBM TechScale initiative. What was that about? Yeah, that was one of the, I think, one of the good things that have um, happened this year. IBM launched a program called IBM TechScale where they were looking for black owned businesses in the in the tech space that they could um, as part of their development. So it was a process also application open up shortlist shortlist go through a period you go present and pitch and they made their final cut which was uh, the top seven. So we've been going through the, the development phase which is very good because you get different coaches and bringing different skill sets and you know you're learning so much and the key thing about being in business and for your 
um, sustainability, you need to, to learn. You learn every day. You will never know too much. So you bring people that come with different skills and also just the support that you get um, in terms of having a, um, a big brother in a way because we have access to, to using their, um, their platforms, their resources also. And besides the training that they put us through, whether it's your design thinking, it is mm. finance, it's everything that an entrepreneur would need because also when you get into business, you, you can't be everything. You're not going to know everything. So that's the one fact that as an entrepreneur, you need to understand. Just establish where you are good at and then probably build a team around you that will supplement um, or um, will supplement you so that you have a team that drives your visions and your goal forward. So when you have um, a partnership like that, that actually assists you because their goal is to make sure that you, you thrive in what you're doing. And by the time you finish the program, they have groomed you enough that they know that they've created a sustainable business out of you that will go back and impact on other businesses. And what's quite advantageous about this as well is it's it's a global brand like IBM. So you assume have access to best practices from around the world as well. Exactly. That's what that's what we're learning every day because when you start in your own space, you start with the resources that you have and you, you sort of juggle and make means with what you have. Now, when you get um, into that space, no, you've got the best practices, as you say, and also you've got the, the best developers, you've got the best team of people that are there guiding you, you know. So it's been one of those best experiences, wonderful experiences, and um, yeah, it's one of those things I think we're really, really blessed to to, to actually be part of. And, and how do you think this type of exposure is going to change your business or the manner in which you do business? And have you started implementing and infusing that already into your structure? Yeah, when you day one, um, when you walk in, because it's like a business audit that they do. So you fill in your, your gap analysis on a, on a daily basis. And I think it's one of those things that you know as an entrepreneur that you need to do because this is this is just a general topic for, for, for SMMEs. When you're starting up, you're doing a whole lot of things. You, you know you're supposed to be doing some certain things, but because time maybe doesn't allow you or you don't have the resources. Now, when you get in, the whole goal, when you start in, you have um, goals that you need to meet and you start changing from from just how you present your business because before you even go to the final stages of, of the competition, you go through a cer- um, some certain level of training and you use what you have learned in that training for your final presentation. Mm. So when I look at it, everybody, I was like really blown away by my, my fellow candidates. When I look, I'm like, wow, this guy, you know, everyone was like, oh, wow, we've grown so much. And that was just on the one week or the two weeks that we had of, of preparation before we even started with the with the actual program. So there was already a difference. I, I really like what you're saying because it basically means to every single entrepreneur, make sure that you expose yourself to as much information as possible because when you've got that information and you actually apply it, it can exponentially change your game and, and, and put you on another level that you were not before. Exactly. It, you can't relax. Um, you you can't be complacent at any time, and you you just need to keep pushing. Whether I think also it applies just to life in general, mm-hmm. whether an entrepreneur or you're working. This is how um, sorry a lot of people are being affected by the fourth industrial revolution. It affects everybody. Um, whether you're in this space or any other space, you just need to look where I am. What can I do for myself to be better than what I was or who I was yesterday? I, I'd like us to chat more about that uh, when. 
we get back as well as delve into the work that you are doing in the rural areas as well uh, and empowering women in, uh, in in rural areas as far as industrial, uh, the fourth industrial revolution is concerned. We're in conversation with Uyandisa Sokanile, a digital transformation specialist and founder of Connector Wireless. And I must tell you, she's just, you know, scooping up all the awards this year. It's 21 minutes after 8 o'clock. It is 24 minutes after 8 o'clock on a Metro FM talk. We're in conversation with digital transformation specialist and founder of Connector Wireless, Yandisa Sokanile. Now, um, Yandisa, we were talking about the, the incredible success that you are enjoying at the moment, the mentorship that you also have received. But I see that Topco Media and Standard Bank have just released the names of those companies and individuals named as finalists in the 2019 Top Women Awards. And lo and behold, your name is there once again under the category Top Gender Empowered Regional Entrepreneur of the Year. How can we, Yandisa, or the industry become more woman-friendly? I mean, how do we bring more women into uh, this conversation of technology and embracing the fourth industrial revolution? I think women themselves have to be the driver of of the inclusion. (laughs) If with us as women, we're already in this space, it is us that needs to go out there and recruit other women, you know, and not close the circle and and just be there. So we need to be advocates. We need to go out and, and inform and share as much as we can. So when a door opens for you, bring bring five, bring 10, bring 20 other women with you so that we can grow. Because there's nothing as beautiful as seeing women grow. Um, as women, I think also what really makes us to to stand back is is just the narratives that we've had growing up you know Mm. so I I know I certainly had a conversation about this that as women we grew up where um in a, in a society where that says um, if if as a man you only have girls you don't have you don't have kids like um, and no one ever really took um, notice of what that would be doing what the impact that would have on that little girl whose life has just been deemed as non-existent because of, of their gender so you grow up as that little girl who, who has to push and prove herself and when you get to a certain age probably at the age of puberty you start now being told you can't do this you can't dress like this mm-hmm. you can't play with the boys you can't climb up the trees you can't all do these all restrictions. of this exactly you have so many restrictions all you hear is can't 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 you know so as you grow up you grow up with those voices in your head and when you get to corporate you get to work you still have to be fighting the same system so that's why if, as women we need to understand where we come from so that we become each other's cheerleaders we become each other's support groups because there's a lot of emotions or emotional baggage that we carry and when we talk about this to say man needs to give us an opportunity because man, women can thrive in any environment in any situation in any career that's what I believe mm. it's just we still have a lot that we have to to unlearn to forget we need to silence those voices that tell that told us that we can't do certain things and it's a double battle because you you not only you know going against a patriarchal system and a patriarchal um, mm-hmm. you know society 
but even your own mind, as you say, yeah, you, the, the, those voices in your own and your own indoctrination. So it's, it's a double war. Mm, that's the most powerful thing. I always say nothing as powerful as a mind. Because once you get to a point where you understand and you make peace with a whole lot of things in your life, you, the way you view things starts changing. But we still need women that can go out and don't want to be the first woman to do that. That has expired long time ago. As a woman, you need to be rating your successes. How many doors have I opened? How many other women have I empowered? How many people have I brought along with me in, in, in this journey? It's good to get the accolades and get the recognition. But what have you done? Because that I think is that's the measure our purpose. of success. Exactly. And what I've started doing... Um, I run a, a, do a tech feature on on Omtlobonene on Mondays where I simplify for IR. I simplify it's for IR in Kosa. Come I on, unpack girl. it <laughs> in the most simplest, basic terms that everybody can understand. Because the problem that we foresee is that 4IR has been put as a term. And we're not really unpacking it for people to really understand that this is how it can affect you. This is what opportunities it brings, you know. And I'm a firm believer in rural communities. I am from there. I grew up there. I know that what we used to do. And I still believe the biggest innovations in our country will come from rural communities because they invent for survival. They mm. are solving their problems. Imagine if you can give rural kids a bit of internet, access to internet, access to information, and allow them because the creativity is there. You know, if you look at the things that they are doing without anything, you know, we used to make those cars with the with the wires and, and yes. the wood and, and everything. And, and we'd use those snuff um, uh-huh. uh, containers or the, as or the, the tins or, or whatever the tins as the wheels exactly but, but before our time runs out tell us about the work that you are doing within the rural communities um, specifically with women and the fourth industrial revolution so what we're doing is we building the wireless networks and any business that we do we partner up with government we partner up with service providers we actually had another conversation today of rolling out the network within the, the rural areas and we are advocating and bringing uh, um, partners and we're calling on partners to come and join us in that space. So when we put up, we always make sure that there is training. People know how to access that internet because it's a problem that has been done. People just roll out networks and they leave and without even giving any information um, or any bit of training so that people know. So on a daily basis, my day is waking up and going with uh, knocking at doors of government partners, investors to say, can we roll out more services in the in the rural communities? Because without the internet connectivity the rural communities will be left behind and they will not be able to partake in the fourth industrial revolution and and it's actually a, a much bigger problem than just access because it will widen the poverty gap exactly. it will widen the inequalities in uh, you know the socioeconomic positions of, of South Africans mm-hmm. that be, and, and this is really largely because of apartheid spatial you know a planning and and you know so basically the mm-hmm. legacy of the past, will be transferred into the future. Exactly. And as you said, the gap will, will keep on widening. So the, the little that we can do is to do the part that we can play. You know, But if we can give access 
before we even talk of any digital transformation, uh, basic internet access, the cost of data is high. So the more we can roll out these networks, the more we can get in corporates working together with government because we can't just leave it to government, you know. Um, so we just need to form those partnerships where we bring private, we bring um, government together and just go back to rural communities because this is where the raw talent lies and this is probably where we really need to be investing in. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much. It's been awesome chatting to you, thank you um, very this much. evening and congratulations on the work that you're doing, but an thank even bigger congratulations for the impact that you're having and making sure that it doesn't end with you um, and that you become multiplied yourself. Thank you so much. Thank you. That's Yandisa Sokanile there, a digital transformation specialist and founder of Connector Wireless. It is exactly 8.32 on Metro FM Talk. On the other side of this, under the microscope, uh, we focus tonight on the cannabis economy.